John chapter 4, verses 27 through 34, NKJV. And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot, went her way in the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all the things I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. I find it interesting that the scripture tells us the woman left her water pot. If we read the verses before and never mentioned her having a water pot, we can assume she did, of course, or else she would not have had something to carry the water she was drawing from the well. But still, couldn't the scripture just tell us she left and, and went to get the men in the city? Why give us this detail that she left behind the water pot? Part of what I get from this text is that spiritual things override our fleshly pursuits. I'll say that again. Spiritual things override our fleshly pursuits. Yes, she came to get water, but water is not important right now. She just met the man the prophet spoke of. She has just had a spiritual encounter. She has to leave her natural objectives behind. Similarly, the disciples urge Jesus to eat, and he refuses, telling them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. He's saying that the food is not important right now, but the spiritual work happening right now, that is what's important. I must put aside the fact that I was physically tired, hungry, and thirsty, and I must focus on this other thing. We encourage by our world often to focus on natural things over spiritual things. Our bodies can make us a slave to whatever it wants in any given moment. And often we are encouraged by the culture to satisfy such urges. Sometimes the urges for important things like sleep. But sometimes, many times, it's for things we don't need like junk food. All in all, we feel or are told that satisfying the urge is what it means to be alive. Satisfying our bodily desires is how we pursue happiness. Well, scripture tends to paint a different picture. Often we see people fasting in scripture. The act of fasting is an act of humbling oneself by denying one's plate and other carnal desires. In a Christian context, one usually does this to draw near to God. Satisfying our fleshly desires can put us in a state where we drift from God. Feeding our flesh to the full can feed our pride and make us feel like we don't need to cry out to God. We're not desperate for a spiritual solution because we're sufficiently satisfied by these natural things. Additionally, our fleshly urges are contrary to the will of God because they tend to become extreme and develop a will of their own in competition with our spirit that may want something different. Practicing fasting, therefore, is an important way to keep our flesh into submission, to help us draw near to God. We, we, we know this. We, we, we've been in situations where, um, you know, we may desire to eat healthy or work out or do something good. And 
but we fight with our physical desires, our fleshly desires to eat junk food, to be lazy, you know. Um, and so the spirit is fighting with the flesh and the flesh is spiting, fighting with our spirit. And fasting is a way to help our spirit win the fight. In this text, we see Jesus give us a powerful example and mindset around the flesh versus the spirit and how we should deal. We should resist carnal desires when we're about to do a spiritual work. We should also carry the mentality always that God's work is more important than anything and that it feeds us. God's work satisfies us. God's work um, nourishes us and and gives us life and energy. It is what it means to truly be alive. I love that the woman left her water pot because metaphorically she became Jesus's water pot. She started the Jesus started the conversation by asking her to give him a drink, and by the end of it. She brought him the very thing that would satisfy his thirst. The men in the city whom God wanted to save, whom Jesus needed to witness to. I'll end here. Galatians 5, verse 16 through 17, ESV says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. God bless you.